Hi, everyone, and welcome to Zion Church. May the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you today. Uh, my name is Apoc, and I am the lead pastor of this incredible church community here in the Anaheim Hills area. A couple of announcements before we jump to today's message. I'm excited to be teaching uh, today. Uh, we are taking our Christmas break as a church, so online church for the rest of the year until 2024 um, my family and i we are driving to houston texas this upcoming saturday and we're super excited to be with family relax and just celebrate um, all the christmas season with family and friends so uh, i can't um, wait to do that and i want to encourage you take this season to rest to reflect to enjoy the goodness of god um, there's so much to be thankful for in the midst of everything that is happening in the world. Another thing I want to announce is that um, starting next year, January 8th, all the way to January 28th, we are jumping into our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yes, it is one of my favorite times of the year, not because I'm not eating or, you know, eating things that I love to eat, normally eat, but it is one of my favorite times of the year because it really, it almost recalibrates me spiritually and it helps me to focus and to really be in tune to what the Lord is wanting to, to do and say and um, speak into not just my life, but into the church's life. So I want to encourage you to start making plans. Uh, look at different diets, uh, look at different recipes you can do, start seeing some stuff that you can start replacing and um, letting go of. Really prepare yourself for this season because if you don't, like the like the famous saying is this, uh, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I wanna encourage you, make plans to join us for 21 days of prayer and fasting because every time we do it as a church, just individually, I have seen the Lord do incredible things. I, uh, The Lord might not change my circumstances, but I can guarantee you and I can promise you that he always changes me. So I'm excited. Join us in Jesus name. We are so, so pumped about 21 days of prayer and fasting. Well, today we are starting and kicking off our Christmas series as a church and uh, we've titled it Fear Not. And we're going to look at the Christmas story and talk about how the gospel addresses the topic of fear because fear is a very normal and a very human part of the human experience. We all have things that we fear. Uh, we're all dealing and facing certain fears in our lives. And in the Christmas story, we see this phrase of fear not three times. God tells someone not to be afraid. And today we're going to be looking at one of these stories in the gospel of Luke chapter 1, verse 30. We're going to read this verse. I'm going to pray for y'all and then I'm going to share today's message. And it, it says, um, Luke chapter 1, verse 30 don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. So I, I titled today's message, The Unbearable 
weight of fear, the unbearable weight of fear. Let me pray. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for this message because we know that every time we gather under the banner of Jesus, things change. Lives are transformed. God, we pray today that as I speak, that it would be you speaking. Uh, Remove all pride, all desire to be known and allow yourself to be glorified for the next couple of minutes through today's message. God, I pray for those that are listening. Many of us are facing fears. Many of us are facing so much worry. Would we remove that and and put that to the side and, and be attentive to what you are speaking to us today? And we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So as we look at Luke chapter one, we see the story of Mary, the the mother of Jesus. And for those that don't know, uh, Mary in this time, in this point in the story is a teenage girl. Like, you know, a lot of us forget that. She's a teenage girl. She's about 15 years old. Um, She's dating a young man named Joseph. And I can imagine, just like any teenage girl, Mary had a plan. She was going to marry Joseph. He's a carpenter. Maybe they were talking about opening a, a cabinet business or a chair business. They were engaged to be married. The date was booked. Maybe they had the Bethlehem wedding chapel um, reserved. They had put their deposits and set some money aside for their honeymoon. Maybe they had already looked at renting an apartment for the first two years. And uh, after settling in, they would have their first baby. She had a plan. I can guarantee you that because she was a human being just like you and I. We all make plans. But God interrupted their plans. And and the big question for us as we look at this story, the the Christmas story, and as we dive in into today's series of Fear Not, the big question is, why does God do that? Why does God, why is he known for being a God that interrupts our plans? Well, the Christmas story reminds us that God's purpose is often very different from our plans. God's ways are higher. And we see this in Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 29. And it says, in the sixth month of, the, uh, of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, to a village in Galilee to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Confused and disturbed, 
In other words, she was confused thinking, wait, wait a minute, why me? What are you going to ask me to do? And not just confused, but the Bible says disturbed. And I like the gospel of Luke because the gospel of Luke chose the Greek word translated as disturbed because Mary's tension is not just confused. It's I'm not liking this. Don't mess with my plants. But God interrupts Mary. And I've discovered so many times that what we call God's disturbing interruptions are often God's divine invitations. We say, God, you're interrupting my plans, but God says, no, I'm inviting you to my purpose. God interrupted Moses with a burning bush. And because of that, he delivered his people. God interrupted David while he was tending sheep. And he became the anointed king of Israel. God interrupted Saul on his way to Damascus to to do what he thought was God's will. But God interrupted his plans and he became an instrument to push the gospel to the Gentiles. So let me ask you this today. Does it seem like your life has been filled with interruptions lately? Could it be that God is inviting you to experience his divine purpose? Luke chapter 1 verse 29, it says, Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean and what could he want. We tell ourselves Once it's crystal clear, then I will do this. I need a sign to confirm that. But much of the life of the believer requires us to trust before we understand. You don't have to understand the plan to trust that God has a purpose So the angel speaks in verse 30. Don't be afraid, Mary. The angel told her, for you have found favor with God. What is favor? You know, the Bible teaches us that it is, it's demonstrated delight. It is the the visible evidence of God's hand over someone. And the angel says on verse 31, you will conceive and give birth to a son. And you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. You know, we think that once hearing this, Mary would have been like, wow, I'm going to give birth to the Son of God. Amazing! But we're looking out at this story from the outside with the context and knowledge that this is all true. But Mary doesn't have this context. Mary doesn't have this knowledge. And I'm sure that she's thinking, nope, that's way more responsibility than I was planning for. I'm 
I'm planning to get married. I'm planning all these things in my life. You know, people get nervous about raising normal human babies. I, I can't imagine Mary being tasked in raising the Son of God. And as I read this, I, I've come to realize that sometimes God's favor doesn't seem favorable at first. The angel says to Mary, you're going to have a baby. And Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. We see this in Luke chapter 1, verse 34. In other words, it's not just impossible, it's absurd. No way. This can't happen. But Luke chapter 1, verse 35 and 37, it says, And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy, the Son of God. For Check this out. For nothing will be impossible with God. Man, the angel reminds her that with God, all things are possible. Let me say that again. With God, all things are possible. Man, I don't know what's weighing on you today, but whatever it is, I want to remind you that with God, all things are possible. God can bring you the right person. God can provide in ways that you could never imagine. God can meet any need. God can heal any sickness. God is your Savior. God forgives you, and He forgives any sin. You know, that person that's far from God, that wants nothing to do with God, God can reach anyone. Why? Because all things are possible with God. So let me ask you this today. What is God asking you to do or believe? Maybe for someone that is watching or listening today, maybe God is asking you to start a ministry or to go back to college or to reach out to someone or to restore a relationship. Maybe God is asking you to give something, to trust God with your tithe. Maybe he's asking you to take a step of faith in your romantic relationship and to get engaged. But maybe for someone, God is asking you to break up with a person that is not honoring God. Maybe God is asking you to mend a relationship in your family. Maybe God is asking or asking you to believe for healing or to witness to a friend who needs Jesus. And the angel tells a teenage girl, you will give birth to the Savior of the world. Fear not, for you have found favor with God. Man, if there's anything that the life of Mary teaches us, it's that outcome is God's responsibility, but obedience is ours. 
A lot of the times we get frustrated because we want to control the outcome. We want to see and quantify the outcome. But that's not our responsibility. Our responsibility as believers of Jesus is simply to obey. Luke chapter 1 verse uh, 38, it says, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Whatever you are facing today, whatever is weighing on you, God has given you a spirit that is strong because God has not given you a spirit of fear. The same God that was with Mary is with you. And he is telling you and I, do not be afraid for you have found favor. The Lord is with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. So just like Mary said, let everything that you have said come true. That we today would take a step of faith and say, Lord, whatever you want to do in me, whatever you're telling me, whatever you're asking from me, let it all come true in the name of Jesus. Let me pray for you today, man. I feel the weight of today's message. Just in my life, I I know the Lord is asking me for so many things lately. And a lot of it feels like a lot. feels heavy. So many times I'm asking myself, can I do it? Am I competent? Can I just tell you, you're not alone. And it's not about whether you're ready or competent. It all rests in the fact that God has called you and I. It's as simple as that. And if he called us, God will make it happen. It will come to pass. Lord, I I, I thank you for today's message. God, I know there are people listening today that are have so much weight in their lives. They, they have been overwhelmed. They have felt the weight of what you are asking them to do or from them. They feel incompetent or unworthy. But today, as we look at the story of Christmas, the initial story, the beginning of it, and we see the life of Mary, where being vulnerable and and young with so much plans and aspirations submitted to your will and said everything that you have said, let it come true. I am your servant. That we would say the same. Lord, we are your servants and let all the things that you have said come true. God, we yield to you. We give ourselves completely to you and we trust you. Why? Because you are trustworthy. We have seen time and time again. And as we look at the Christmas story, we see it here that you are true to your word. So God, we rest on that today. For those that are feeling unworthy, may you remind them their worth. God, for those that feel incompetent, may you remind us that it is not by our strength, but by yours. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, I pray that today's message blessed you. I pray that today sparks something in you. We have you know, 31, or 21 more days, sorry. 
left of the year. I believe we are on the last seconds of the clock in the fourth quarter of this year. Let's step out in faith and fear not. Well, may the Lord bless you and keep you. God bless you. And let's keep creating spaces for God to dwell. Oh,